welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jaylet the Kid, what it do? How is everybody doing out there? Episode 75, boom, right in your face. Here we are. Right in your face. Right there. 75 felt good to say, too. Did it? Yeah, check it out. Try it out. Okay, let me get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to episode 75. Right, kind of snaps, doesn't it? Yeah, it does snap. Kind of snaps, right? It definitely snaps. Felt good to say, too. Yeah. Episode 75, we are live and direct uh, from the world famous... Uh, what, do we have a name for our studio? I, uh, so... Did we ever right, do let, that? Let me, let me let me put it to you this way. I you said something in passing, which I loved, and I called your room. I don't know if you I don't know if you call it the, the I don't know if what you call I it do? that. I don't even know. You called it the wax museum. The wax. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I okay. You called call, you called this the, room, which if you guys aren't museum. here, there's hunt, you know thousands of, of vinyl in front I'm of so us. So clever. And. Yeah, we is, were talking or we were playing vinyl here. And yeah, you, it was that uh, that night a couple of weeks ago. When we yeah, and you had, you called it the Wax Museum. Yeah, I've always thought of it as that. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah all right. So episode seventy five live and direct from the Wax Museum. Damn, that one snaps even more. How did we get to episode seventy five without? I don't without you know. It is it is it is it is pretty. It's it is a little bit of a it's travesty. a major oversight, and I'm blaming Mike. I, I would say, well, I'm not taking. We are. I, I'm, I'm looking not directly letting, I'm at not, you, I'm not, but I'm blaming Mike. I'm not, I'm not even like. I'm not. Even, I'm not gonna look at him the whole episode because he's already just pissed me off. Yeah. I mean, do do you have to remember every single thing I have to say? It's his job to remember that type of stuff. <sighs> you get what you pay for, I guess. Yeah, you, you know, and really. He's, he wasn't. He, you know, he didn't come from a very well-off family. Performance reviews are are beginning December. Yeah. Performance reviews happen when we have to pick our new uh, Deadpool. Which, by the way, no, we have we have to pick it in November. November. And so it goes live December first. And it goes live December first. Yes. Yes, that's true. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. Yeah. Uh, performance reviews start when the Deadpool. Uh, when the okay. Deadpool starts. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, ready, which, Mikey. by the way, have you been? I feel like. This is one of the first. Well, this is one of the ones where I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting because we got a lot more people in the pool. Yeah, and like uh, I'm, I every time like like that Bam Margera scare had had me going a little bit. That and I, would and have I, been, I, and then I didn't hear from. I haven't heard anything from him after. I was like, every day after, I was like, it's gonna, it's gonna be Bam. You know, it was. I mean, what a pick. Hey, Ian, would you call me? <laughs> I love the. New I name. mean. <laughs> Uh, that was a that really was a was. ballsy. That's that's um that's Babe Ruth literally going to the plate and calling his shot. Yeah, that was good. And yeah, if if anyone that that might be the one. I already have mine for next year. Really? I actually got it last week. Yeah, I was driving. I got to start scouting. It is training camp. Yeah, training camp yeah, just started. Yeah, so, so I I was driving and I had heard the person and I was like, oh, that person's going. Now, did they meet the parameters? Yeah, I looked it you up. You checked it? Oh, yep, yep. Dog. Squeaked in there. Ugh. Squeaked in there. 88. Squeaked in there. I don't like that. <laughs> I was not confident in my picks the second they came out of my mouth. I loved everyone. everyone's picks besides mine. Everyone everyone else had good. I mean, mine aren't that even that good. You know, now that like when, when you heard other people's, they did better. Yeah, I think maybe... 
that I, I see you already are, but I think we're I'm gonna be putting much more thought into my choice next year. I mean, this year was the year I, of the I, mafiosos. I need to feel good though about about yeah. my pick. So yeah. Well, uh, you guys, you know, we there's still time for somebody to win. It's um, I actually my uh, my what brother. What do you mean? This fourth quarter, we're all putting the fingers up. Fourth quarter now, baby. <laughs> yeah, fingers you know? are up. It's we fourth got the qu- last what three months? Yeah, the last not, quarter. By no means are we like you know. Don't start thinking like last I, lap. I, yeah. It's still it's still good. The two uh we said two uh fairly priced concert tickets which that might be a problem because Alex as you t- as I told Jordan This is a perfect the- segue. <laughs> All right, fuck it. You, you have to go <laughs> Go off, King. All right. I wasn't going to do this. We talked about this in the pre-show meeting. And I was like, you know what? I don't like the fight. It's like, it's uh, whatever. I Quote what you quoted. These ticket prices are an absolute sham that these, that the, like this, this music industry is doing. And the, the prize for the Deadpool is two fairly priced uh, tickets Concert to a tickets. show. Yeah. But right now, if someone were to win today, you're probably not going to get shit because it it costs seventy five dollars starting to see your worst favorite band. So okay, so let's talk about like pre crazy market prices. So the seventy dollar ticket now the se- was the you could go see what was the ten dollar ticket could, a, a decade ago. The seventy dollar ticket now, like. Is that I like feel, the punk? Is that the punk show at the corner? Like eight dollars? Like this? Put it this way: the seventy-five dollar ticket right now. Uh, you gotta you 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 could go see you 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 could see like Red Hot Chili Peppers for seventy-five dollars now. Okay, seventy-five bucks to see Red Hot. Oh, that sounds about right. That's is but that you're expensive? no, you're in the back. You're not. That's not ground. That's not ground. That's not. That's not that. Okay. Yeah, you. Uh, I mean, you what go we... to much more concerts than me, so I feel like you're, you're, you're much more entrenched in 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 this. Yeah, well, because I've been like, you know, I've got, I'm like all over. Like, there's all these people going on tours, and I've literally, I've had but to if, look up like three or your, four. If they're one of your like really, like let's say just top tier bands or someone you really want to see, if you know, you got to make a decision. But I feel like usually, if you want to go, you're gonna pay what it costs to at least go not like the craziest tickets well i'm i'm my 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 uh my qualm with it isn't like oh it's so expensive i'm not gonna go my qualm is, is it is i i went and saw this band two years ago for half the price mm. that's my thing with it is like covid yeah well i don't I, is it like because honestly like, i got i want to really want to hear like do these rage against the machine uh tickets are like 300 dollars plus for each one of these shows like bro come on dude Three hundred dollars, like I'll put it to you this way: We're going to see uh, we got in October. We have gorillas. Jungle and Gorillas. That was one fifty a pop. A, that was a one fifth, but that to me, I have no problem with that. It's still overpriced, though. One hundred fifty dollars mm. to go see the Gorillas and then Jungle. I mean, you, thankfully, you and I know Jungle and we love fucking Jungle. Oof. But all the other people that are going there for the Gorillas, they're like fucking Jungle. It's not worth that. That's not that worth that ticket. Mm. And where we're sitting, which is on the side, is not the best seat. So yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I it's think, just but, like but a, it's also like we'll you're pay stoked for to it. go. Yeah, we'll but pay I get for it. it. So basically, the seventy-five dollar ticket is really like a twenty-five dollar ticket. Yeah, 
like it's just i just remember like now like you know we paid money i think it was like like what was like 80 90 bucks to to see jack white i just remember two years ago if you spent 80 dollars on a concert ticket you were gonna go see somebody like fucking sick uh covid yeah I, i guess it has to be but i mean it's there's just normal people and there's people that don't make a lot of money. There's 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 normal people like me that would let want to go see Rage Against Machine, but I'm not going to spend three hundred dollars to go see them. I don't think I am either. You know what I mean? And I want to see them. How much would we love to see them? I mean, I would. That would be it. We would pay one fifty, no problem. One fifth, no problem. No problem. But three it's like, plus. There's like yo Rage Against Machine. You have a ton of fans that are not fucking you know making money like that and like they're not allowed to come see you like all the people at your shows are like literally i don't know trust fund babies like what the fuck <laughs> which is i feel like the antithesis of what you're actually trying to have to <laughs> yes concert, absolutely right? but i feel like the 300 ticket's really 128 plus fees plus tax plus like fucking breathing air that's fee. hey listen because you 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 see the ticket price and then you're like oh that's and that's Ticketmaster bro shit. that's Ticketmaster and Live Nation just being absolute fucking conglomerates and like yeah actually probably doing something illegal like if you really want mm. to that thing could go that thing could go does this go all the way to the top that could easily you could easily send that to the top this because to the there's top. like there should be no reason why one company Ticketmaster is in charge of selling all the tickets in one company live nation is in charge of all of the venues that Ticketmaster works with and those two companies work together and um, and Ticketmaster bought live nation like three years ago look at us like it's, it's like us. it's kind of like not like that's uncovering kinda, we're it's uncovering called monopoly it. i think i don't know we're like, uncovering it right i'm now. just saying like there's no other companies like Vivid Seats and Geeks Geek Seek or whatever, or Geek Seat or, or Greek Seat or Greek Greek Potatoes, whatever it is, Seat, uh, seat geek. geek. Wow, those are they. All of those um, tickets on there are all. Those are second market. Those are ticket price. People go to Ticketmaster, and this is the other thing too that Ticketmaster should not be allowed to do is they go these guys go and they buy a hundred tickets and then they go to uh, Seat Geek and fucking sell them on the secondary market with all the prices jacked up. Again, it's just mm. not fair. It's not right. You should uh, not be allowed to buy a hundred tickets. I'll buy. I will put this on my uh, political agenda as I continue to run. Yes, I thought. Yeah, uh, for my constituency. Oh you man. know, beer before twelve on Sundays. We said you said you'll you said you'll immediately let the uh, alien files go immediately. Immediate first day you said first hour. I have another. Uh, thing that I would like to mention that that I think I'm going to run on as well. I mean, you can seriously get some serious. You, you definitely got the young voters. If and this is how I'm going to this is how I'm going to really hook the young voters. If I see a uh, a plant not being taken care of on your property, I can come take it and care for it. I love that. Like you can <laughs> like I constantly drive by and I see that this is struggling and it just could easily be alleviated. I, I like and its home will be better. Yeah. In my backyard, I should be allowed to remove that burden from you. See, but then now we're front yard only. Now, but now we're see, but now we're getting into like kind of weird territory because I believe I'm with you on that. Like, I like the idea of like you going to the city, filling out the proper paperwork to to cite permit to cite the person. Be like, hey, this tree on this person's property. You're not supposed to explain the money making scheme oh shit <laughs> of it if they just need to know that plants are being taken care of 
Yeah, permits. But then fees. I, yeah, in person meetings. But like no, but then the city we're goes gonna come to check them. to at the we're gonna come check the plant at ninety days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it has to be doing better. The city goes to the owner and goes, "Hey, yo, you've been put on notice. Okay, you got you got your green slip. Oh, <laughs> okay." And like you, you've got ninety days, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna be checking like the sitch here. I like it even. And more then you than... hand that, and then like the city gives them a piece of paper of like this is all these are all the stats for your tree. Like this is how much like sun it needs. You know, this is where these are the proper places. This is yeah. how to take care. Like you give them all the resources to take care of it. So in ninety days, when you come in, like child's and family services, right but for, pl- for for trees. Yes, that's what I would be instituting yes. as well. I like that. Urban Gardens Family Services. Yes. yes. There you go. Yes. So that's another uh, platform that I'd like to run on. Yeah, this is this is good. Right? This is good. You're, I wouldn't even say, because you said, oh, that I'm really going to pull it the, get, get the young vote. I feel like that's an old vote. Yeah? I feel like you're getting like, yeah, the geriatrics, old, dude. Both. Yeah. Let's like they're going to. for Lauderdale Green. Oh, my God. Like, they'll be like, hell yeah, brother. Okay. So that's smart. Okay. That's very smart on you, on you. Thank you. Good job. So these ticket prices, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking over them, dude. They're so <laughs> annoying. Like, and like, I guess it's COVID, but like, it still doesn't matter to me. <laughs> uh, so talk to me. Let's open up the Janner's closet. Let's get a. Let's talk about last week's uh, Peacock and music, uh, and tell me about Tim and Bob. I miss it. Yeah. T and B, I miss it. It was good, right? It was, it was good um, nostalgia. Two thousands. That's R&B. that's the word for us. It's that you know us and probably people that like six to ten years older than us too. Like that was the music of our childhood. Well, you know what I was thinking about too with it. I was th- I was like, this music was the music that we, you and I played when we first got our license and we were in the car and like oh, the yeah. music that we were in the car playing was Tim and Bob's beats. And not only like playing it on a CD, but cassettes and like rate hearing it on the radio, going home and like going the analog way of, of listening MTV, to music. TRL. Like you're, yes. you're, you watched all you've, you've seen all those videos. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I love that. Um, I don't know if they fell off as much as, and I think you touched on it was just that that sound was so encased kind of in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And it snuck a little bit into like the early OOs. Yeah. I don't know, what do we call that? Early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. early 2000s. I like, the, I like the early OOs though. The OOs? I I'm cool with that. I all right. That so it creeps into the OOs mm-hmm. just a little bit. And it's like, all right, we've kind of evolved from that type of R&B. We want yeah. more faster paced like yeah. R&B now. And that just, it just kind of faded away. Because it it was, it, but it was also late. Like I think uh, like what was. Um, some of the early stuff in there, like, because uh, he worked with like Usher and stuff, so like they were like ninety seven yeah. to like, and it, so it took, yeah, it took like ten years, and like everyone was kind of done with that, with yeah, that sound. But it was very nostalgic. Crunk music came in hard, you know, crunk came music out of nowhere, yeah. and slapped everybody in the fucking face. That yeah, exactly. I remember crunk music came in at like two thousand and five. Basically, yep. mm-hmm. I remember. I'm two Maybe th- even a little bit before that with like Lil John, but yeah, like that well, was like the movement. I always remember that. I always remember Lil John's from the windows to the walls <laughs> was was the year that my sister graduated high school because I remember uh, I went to their prom, uh, got the date. You know, the young and the old. What about a humble? What a humble brag! The sophomore right here. got the senior, took him to wow. prom. No biggie. 
and uh, <laughs> and that was like the song that I remember like in the limo that's what they're playing they play like three times at the prom and then like the after party that like, was like four times there mm. and my sister was two years ahead of me uh so that was probably 2004 and we graduated in 06 mm. so, former uh, most valuable benson yeah crunk music came in and fucked everybody up yeah crunk music was like everyone it wasn't even like uh you know what, what who was it uh moses splitting of the of the red sea was it yes. moses or yeah. noah I was no, that was Moses. Noah walked the. He went to the desert. Moses split the Red no, Sea. Moses did all that shit. Noah built the ark. Noah did the ark. Yeah. Okay. And the and the Ten Commandments. Right. Mo- Moses. Moses. Okay. Mm. Moses Look, was that dude, bro. Moses was that dude. Was and it was is it the Red Sea? Yeah. Okay. You're good. Yeah. It wasn't even like crunk music. Like was Moses in part. They were just like, yo, get rid of this sea. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to like like kind of like make some room for us for to walk through like get rid of this whole thing like we got a lot of people coming. But then wash all the Egyptians away. Yeah, 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 cuz yeah. they are on our tails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So yeah, check out Tim and Bob. There was yeah, it was some good uh nostalgia f- uh some good 2000s R&B. Yeah. Uh let's get into everyone's favorite segment. Jordan, what did you learn this week, bud? Um, this one, sometimes, and I'm, I'm can't curious, tell by your face right I'm now curious, if it's good or bad. Like, if you really like it, or if you if you're like, yeah. I want to curious, I want to peel back uh, an onion of you for a second, and just is it sometimes you definitely go in with wavering confidence as to what it is, and sometimes you feel really good about it, and sometimes you feel really terrible about it, the- and then somewhere in between, how how good yours is. I usually, I usually like know when I have a good one and it's never bombed. And I think that's 60% of the time. And then the other 40, I'm like, you're a six, you're a six. This out of could 10 go either shooter? way. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So this one, I today's, saw... today's a 40% or for sure. Burgers from, for you. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm worried about how it's gonna. I, I I don't think it's gonna land. No. Yeah. Okay. I will be very attentive. <laughs> All right. So what I learned this week, well, and what I the reason I I said that is because I saw this and this was an Amida write down. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be good. Okay. So what I learned this week is that sometimes when people are climbing Mount Everest, they get um altitude thickness wow okay that ass huh mm. with three c's Mm-mm. oh no the front the front yard <laughs> when okay. men so are better, climb- someone's about to get a green slip when men when men uh are climbing mount everest sometimes they just because of the pressure change just get boners that don't go away all all because of the altitude and the blood pressure and one of the guys being interviewed said, um, once they got up around like, I don't know, six, well, they, six inches, get up around what, get up around, huh? But <laughs> it was up to like two hours a day Damn. while they were climbing uncontrollable boners as they climbed Mount Everest. And that's because the altitude in like your it's blood thinning. or something. It's, yeah. It's thinning up there. And so I think that. 
I don't know if that if that your blood's like going through you faster, maybe. Doctor Nasty, please let us know. Yeah, let us know about that. I want to know why the, why these stick men are walking up a mountain. Just I mean, yeah, look, you walk tall, carry a big stick. Yeah, up Everest. Up Everest. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be good. So I thought that was pretty funny, <laughs> and <laughs> I read altitude like, thickness is just like a like that's the name of like our band. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. It's just like I really like that altitude thickness. So not only I read this article <laughs> and then I, I read an interview and they were like, so did you like wonder what was happening when it happened? And he's like, well, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. And they were like, did you look around to see if any other people did? And he goes, I didn't see anything. And he's, he's like, well, did you you know ask other people? And he's like, yeah, it happened to them, too. Okay, listen. This is good. This like this is an SNL bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh man, of just like you know Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell, Horatio Sands, and like Jimmy Fallon, and like they're walking up Mount Everest, (laughs) and they are just cock D's. Yes, you know, just like can you show full boner on TV? Just absolute rock hard. I think nowadays probably right. I'm talking about what? What is that on NBC or whatever the fuck That's it's NBC, on? Yeah. NBC prime time. I guess it's at night, right? Yeah, I that, think that you can. might be the saving grace for the I boner, mean, the time. I think that I think uh, that would be a funny ass SNL bit when this of them just walking out. They're just like, we're almost there, boys, you know. But they're just all, you know, camped up. They they they've been camping the whole time. Yeah, well, they've, I ha- they've had a tent pitch the whole he, time on Everest. He mentioned when I can't remember when it was. There was a certain altitude though. Once he got there, the boners came. I would like to climb potential Mount- avalanche, but definitely a boner. Yeah, I I would love to climb Mount Ed- Mount Everest just to get to that altitude level so I can uh, nail in a sign right there that says "Now Entering the Bone know, Zone." <laughs> the Bone Zone. The yeah, bone zone. yeah. And they'll be like, "Oh shit, is this where people mo- mostly die?" And the guy goes, "No." No. <laughs> completely different dude there's like a skeleton there like holding where his dick would be like laying in the, yeah. laying in the in the snow right yeah. next to the sign yeah. so you still don't know you're still just confused and then, yeah 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 that's freaking hilarious so uh you know i hope one day that i can climb a mountain tall enough so that i too can get that altitude thickness I, I and that's that what was I learned this really week. good. That was really good. That whole thing was really good. So, <laughs> think of you, Alex. What did you learn this week? I learned that um, you know we got you know a serious problem here. Well, I mean it's in the, the most of the world. Inflation is, uh, is 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 running wild. Everything is is super expensive on the supermarket uh, aisles and whatnot. But I read this week that in New York, they have had a serious problem, especially like the bodegas and things like that, Mm. Um, which, by the way, I'm going to open up a quick tab. I happened to hear that Jill Biden uh, clip again. Yeah. After you had showed me it Mm because what you know i think we laughed about her saying something about like as uh mm, as diverse as the breakfast tacos of san antonio san antonio in that clip remember the first thing she talks about is the bodegas of new york did you know remember this she's like like the bodegas of of brooklyn remember yeah if you go back i listened to it again she says the bogetas 
No. She, I, the dog, I couldn't believe, I was like, I can't believe we missed this. We could have double teamed her. Ugh. She says, as famous as the Bogettas of Brooklyn. I was like, oh my God, she fumbled two of the three. Can you just cut that clip up for us, Mike, next week? Just, I just want to hear that one Bogettas, word. Bogettas, dude. She says Bogettas. But yeah, so there's a big problem in the Bogettas of Brooklyn and New York and uh, the supermarkets where people are like, you know, stealing food and stuff and like, you know, easily stealable things. Yeah. Uh, and one and the, the biggest thing that they're stealing is spam. Because it, it's just small. It's packed with like, you know, it's got the protein. It's, you know. Yeah. It's easy to it, it lasts forever and they're like they're all over the place like everywhere place every every like you know corner store has like spam and stuff. Mm. So what they started doing now is they're selling these little cases. They look like little like autograph cases you would put like you know your ball or something that someone signed for you and the spams inside them and they're locked. They're locking up these things. They're the clear. The spam is locked is the, locked. The spam yo the ham is locked down. Damn. Yeah. And like there's pictures of it. It's hilarious. They're like in these like little, you know, plastic. It's like those casings you see like at Walmart or CVS that they put like. Uh, the spam is not behind a case. It's No, it's, but you know, but you know, like when you go, I think they sell like, um, isn't it like razors or like, or like, or no birth, like plan B's and stuff. They're like in their own individual plastic cases. And you have to go up there and they have to like unlock it for you. Oh, do they keep like... Yeah, uh, some places have it like that. Like they just put like something like super small that's like that, but it's like super expensive because I think Plan B is like 50, 60 bucks. I mean, I wouldn't know. I, and um, <laughs> so like they put it in those cases. I have no concept of this reality. As as coming out of my mouth, I was like, I'm talking to a married man. Fuck. And <laughs> just I subconsciously, you were digging yourself into this hole and you weren't like leaving a way to escape. And I was watching you dig it deeper and letting you go there. Just fucking dropped it on the ground and said, I don't know. Um, so anyway, so you were buying plan B. Yeah, no. So yeah, so these are just the thing and spam is plan B and I, I, I steal both. <laughs> That's what I learned this week. <laughs> I learned. Is it is it like disenfranchised people that are just like super like yeah like based, that need I mean, to eat or is this like it's the end of days? Fuck it, I'm stealing all this shit, no, and bringing it to my underground bunker. You know, it's basically yeah, like you know, people below the poverty line, okay. and like like because if you know things are like super like you know. Sh- Bacon, like all that, all that shit's like just so so expensive now. So um, instead of like grabbing like bacon and stuff, these people are just like grabbing spam, you know, for breakfast stuff. But it's just like people below the poverty line, and like they're stealing it because like spam's like super small. Mm. And um, so spam's on lockdown. Yeah, spam's now. Got, spam's got the vid. When you bought the spam uh, for the show because Mike forgot to get it, uh-huh. we'll talk about that on the at the review. Yep. Uh, but when you bought it, was it behind a plastic case with a no. lock and key? On nope, it? it was right there out in the open, Publix, right there, top left shelf, right next to the, right next to the sauce. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, on yeah, notice. Okay. Yeah, New York is having a spam problem. Mm. They're locking that shit up, and it was just, but all it was also like I, I didn't actually even uh, it was. To, when I was doing, it, I, was, I was like, I, I kind of like like do a funny because it's spam, but also too, if you really actually think about the brass tacks of it, it's actually super sad. Okay, you know I have I mean? a better question to to pose of you at this point. You 
Alex Benson are desperate and you're running. You're not desperate. You have to steal three things from a bodega. What are the three things that you're stealing? That I think I can get away with? Just, just, or it's, do, you, do you're, I, you're stealing from the bodega. Wait, oh, is, is the question, what do you think you'll get away with, like, stealing from there? Or what are the three things you want to steal no, from the, the bodega? No, the three things that you would steal from a, from a bodega. Okay, got it. But this is also, like, a New York bodega. I mean, I can't say, like, chopped cheese, right? Yeah, absolutely. I can? Yeah, they're making that would be that very hard there. to steal. Like, he just made, he hands it to me, and then I'm like, what do I stuff it? Like, you just, you he's going to be like, I'm going to walk out. He's like, hey, oh, where's that chopped cheese? you're just running out with these things. Okay. But you're going right. in there and picking. You have three things you got to grab. It's like, you know, uh, the supermarket game back in the day. You're grabbing stuff on the aisles, <laughs> and then you're darting. Okay, I'm going to grab a chopped cheese. Okay, a, cho a chopped cheese. I'm going to grab a chopped cheese. I mean, you're hungry. Um... Uh, I'll grab, I'll grab a big bag of flaming hot funyuns. Flaming hot funyuns. Wow. And then I'll grab uh the biggest. Hopefully, it's like a two liter of uh some like either like haritos or like jupina. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So I'm definitely. What are you getting? I think the first thing I'm stealing is like a fresh new undershirt. <laughs> I was think I was thinking clothing too. I was like I was gonna say like a hat, but I didn't know like I didn't see their hat game. Yeah. Because some some of those have like dope ass hats. Yeah. So I'm definitely going fresh undershirt. Just like the Kobe, like you know, in memoriam, like. Yeah. I all. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I'm also gonna go Arizona um, Arnold Palmer. Mm, okay, it's okay. It's ice cold. I grab it all the way in the back. The guy's yelling at me. I don't give a fuck. How do you get Arizonas uh, quite often? No, but there when I do, it's like a treat. And I like, somebody inhale them. somebody sent me a picture like on Instagram, and it was a picture of an Arizona, and on it it said like a dollar twenty nine. It was like. They were like, yo, the fucking price went up on this. Like, shit's getting real. And I was like, there's no way that's real. Somebody, like, Photoshopped that. And? I don't, I haven't looked. That's why I asked you. I was like, damn. Next time you, if you go or when I go or if somebody, uh, someone, out, someone right stop now, right now. You're at, you're yeah. uh, in the car. You're in the car. You're passing a gas station. Hey, stop right now. Stop. Right now. Pull, put your blinker on. Get this over. is in South Florida. Get over. Get over Get and over. go inside. And grab an ice, uh, an Arizona. An Arizona. You don't, even, you don't even have to buy it. Just go and just text us right now, 305-741-3671, and say yay or nay on the price. Yeah. Now, yeah, because it's going to be from like a cheapy gas station where it's still going to be 99 cents. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully. Because I saw that. I was like, there's no way. So I have the fresh undershirt. Okay, yeah, the Arizona with the only I got the I got the Arnie Palmy alert, and I think just on the way out, I'm going just Butterfinger. No one's gonna lay a finger on it but me. Oh, uh, and that's me. You know what? Grab two, two. Grab two, because you know, because I need, because I'm gonna want one. Because I'm gonna want one. So when you show up, and you know, grab two. Okay. I'll give you some of my fun. The chopped cheese? Not ha Yo, a Butterfinger for half a chopped cheese? Yeah. That is fair. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Deal. <laughs> All right. I want I have a like a little bit of a of a bugaboo going on here. I don't know if you've noticed. I I, re I was reading about it uh last week or recently and i've been noticing it for a couple months now okay um and i don't know if we've ever talked about it but uh instagram 
I've noticed it honestly about two to three months ago where when I, I would be on Instagram and there would be my friends, usually it'd be like my friends and I wouldn't, and I would be like, yo, I haven't seen any of them like postings. And I would go to like their profile and there would be like three or four posts that like I didn't see. And I'm like, why the fuck is Instagram showing my shit? I know like they put, they, they put stuff to the top. You remember when they, when they started doing that thing where yeah. whoever, uh, uh, posted last is like going straight to your top. Yeah, it wouldn't be like who you wanted. It, they wouldn't show it you was everybody. In chronological order. I well, thought. well, remember it was always like it would. It, it wasn't always in uh, chronological order. It would. Be, it would be like it. It was by by profile. So like if you, me, and World Star, you know, posted, but World Star posted two, it would go. It would show ours before it showed World Starts Two first, even though World Star may have done it before. Oh us. yeah, because you scroll down. Yeah. Okay. So, but then they changed that. I was like, okay. And then now, but then I started noticing. I was like, yo, they're not even showing me like my friends, like my personal peoples. Mm. And then now, I haven't noticed this at all. And I read it last week. I read that Instagram was like, yo, they're gonna go. They're going strictly TikTok now, and they are fully going head in. uh, head first into the waters of algorithm like they are going to just sh- trust the algorithm and the algorithm is going to show you what it thinks that you want to see on i don't Instagram. like that and, and and i don't know if you've noticed but this and i read it like i'm telling you like a, last week or like maybe the week before but i think it was like last week that they that facebook meta had had announced like hey we're doing this so get ready like, this change is happening and then this week i'm like scrolling and there's it's just profile and, and profile and profile and profile after profile that I do not follow. I've never seen before. And like, there's just like, there's a ton of them. Like I'm not even seeing like other stuff now. And I, and I'll click. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'll click on. Them, I'm like, I don't follow them. And I was like, I, all week I've been doing, I'm just like, they're showing me all. It, it finally kicked in. They're showing me all these people that the algorithm thinks I want to see. And I, I hate it. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I can't see any of your guys' stuff anymore. And then even, like, the music, like, ones that, like, I follow. It's showing me, like, other, like, music things that I, I think I want to see. Che- well, check it out. I want okay. you to, like, kind of report back and let me know if you notice it. Because to me, it's absolutely apparent. Okay. I'll get on the gram uh, later. It's, yeah. I'll be there. Like, and just notice, like, see, like, yo, do I follow that people? And click <clears> on <throat> and see if you follow them. Because that was my biggest thing was like, I was just scrolling and I just kept like every, almost every other one was just like some profile that I do not follow. And they, and, and when they, and when you do it by the way, when you're scrolling, you know how before it would say like, that would happen before where they would like show you like someone you would like, but next to it, it would say, follow, do you want to follow it? Hmm. You know, it would say it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that the follow thing's not there, mm. they, it, it, it's making it look like you follow it. I don't like that. Yeah, I, I don't hate, like. I really the don't robots like it. are taking over. It's already happening. I just want to be able to see like yours and your wife's and like my family's and like my friends is like their posts. That's really honestly like what it comes down to for me is like I want to see like what you. Po- I don't want to miss something that you post because the algorithm thinks I I, I don't want to fucking see it or something. Mm. You know. Yeah, I don't post that much. So well, I want but you, you know to see I, it. But you want me. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's, it sucks. It's, it, it, and I, mean, I was thinking about. It. I was like, honestly, if it continues like this, I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna go on IG anymore because it was that. I, mean, it, I, I just cut close. I was like, this sucks. is boring. Everything sucks. Just get off your phone and pay attention to the world. Yeah, that's what we're gonna have to like go back to or something. I, I yeah. you know, like, oh, just, just find me. Piece of land. <laughs> just do stuff out there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. 
What do you got for me? You've got you so, said that you said you had a little music. Uh, yeah. So I'm curious now because we're getting a little bit older, and I know we've mentioned it a couple times uh, in the past and stuff when we're kind of talking about this. But like, I'm curious how has your music changed? The uh, the the music that you listen to changed as we have gotten older. Oh, I would. Well, I would say has it. What has it even changed? I would say it has changed uh, in in two in two ways. Okay. Um, I think that I listen to a lot more. There is a lot of stuff I missed, like in the seventy, like like a lot, like punk music is like is one of the is one of the bigger genres, like punk like 70s punk music and i'm not talking like punk music like bad brains like i'm talking yeah. about like like 70s like type type of punk like i missed the boat on all that and now i now like i've started listening to that much more and then now i mean in, i'm into those type of bands now like there's bands like jacuzzi boys yeah that i honestly probably i, I definitely didn't listen to that type of music you know, yeah. five, ten years ago at all. Like if you if you put Jacuzzi on boys on when I was like twenty five, I would have been like turn this shit off. Like put on, you know, uh the Arctic Monkeys or something, like another yeah. rock band. So that actually brings me to my next question. So do you rap is basically something that that's was a big one. Invented that's a very big one, you know, between when our parents really started listening to music and when we were born and, and started consuming it because it got so popular. So I'm curious, how do you think rap is going to age? Like, I, I see it slowly filtering out of my life, although it'll never go away. But the market share of the music I listen to has gone away from, I guess, hip-hop and rap as I've gotten older. Has that happened to you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My intake of rap is definitely not even close as much, and it's a way different type of rap, Yeah. Too. Yeah, well, I think it's it's un, it's understandable to think that like your tastes within a specific genre could could change. You know what I mean? But yeah, it, the quality for sure. You, you know, it's interesting. You know what what I just thought when you when you said that. What made me think was, um, you know, because like with rock music and um, you know funk music and and things like that. Like ro like rock was like rock for a long time, and then like did the digit like everything started getting digital like since yeah. came in yeah and then like it changed how rock you know so then you had like this yacht rock and stuff like that and then like things got even more digitized and now you didn't need a reel-to-reel -reel, you know in a tape in a tape machine to record music now you could do it on a computer so then you had like that changed the way rock sounded then you know hip-hop has always kind of had all of has always has always had technology yeah it's yeah, been like kind of the basis the of it. Yeah. So when, and the reason why I'm going down this, cause you kind of said, I think you kind of said was, where do you think it's going to go? Or like, what's the, what's, what's hip hop's journey, you know, like in the next few years. And that's an interesting question because hip hop now is kind of riding the coattails of EDM. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, incorporating that, like, well, you know, I think with everything these, is going more electronic. Yeah. But everything. how far will, how, how far will that sound go? Yeah, since we're we're already we're already like balls deep in, you could say we're already peak, we're already peaking. Yeah, and so I and wonder how, what what will go back. Will go back to you know what it sounded. Will go back to beatboxing. Will go back, or will just continue to 
I think it'll probably continue to, yeah, continue to spread into like other genres of music, and that will eventually be the genre of like hip hop. Yeah, because you, yeah, you're well, like you're you're already kind of sitting here in, in country. Oh, for sure. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah. I would agree. I would agree with that. I definitely would agree with that. So I think it's very inter- classic rock is always just like a, um, although it's a very encompassing, it's a large group of that music. Yeah. There's n- it it populates so much. I think of what we think of music back in the '60s, '70s, and '80s. Right. Um, what do you think? What music is being put out right now that when we are our parents' age or older will be looked back at as the classic kind of whatever of our of the classic rock as far as nostalgia of this generation's music. I think I think artists like Drake like Drake is like to me he's like the Eagles. You know, like the Eagles had just so many hits. They were like yeah. you're the epitome of classic rock. I could see like, yeah, when we're like yeah, people like listening to Drake like in thirty years and being like Oh yeah, remember him? He was like he had they had a ton of hits, and there will be a huge faction of people that were like just total Drake heads. So are we gonna be like you know laying out by the beach when we're like seventy five, just like playing big timers? Yeah. Oh well, for us. Yeah. Oh yeah, for us. I thought you meant for the kids. No, no, now. no, for both, for everyone. In general. Oh, I mean, yeah, that, like that when will... we're forty five. Yeah, we'll be. Yo, you put on Nellyville. You know, like. <laughs> Let's put on Air Force Ones. I want to hear that shit. Yeah. Air Force Ones would be classic rock to us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So I'm curious, though, if you guys... Some Usher. Yeah, 305-741-3671. Give us some of the music you think that will translate to... Who's going to be your classic rock band? Yeah, the classic rock... uh, But it's got to encompass, like, they have to be that popular, and it's got to be that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to endure for generations, you know? Yeah, like, it's got to be super popular. It There's quality to it and a bit of longevity. Like, is, and this is, to me, just absolutely fraudulent, but is, like, Beyonce's today's Aretha Franklin. Oh, You know what I mean? No, Adele would be. Adele? Adele would be. Yeah, Adele would be. I mean... I mean, who were like the great like like female? I mean, Amy died, but Adele is definitely up there. She she's Florence in the Machine. Florence, she's got she's got those pipes. But you, but I don't know. But then you got like you know Miley and you know Katy Perry. Like they have great voices. I'll but give it's you like, Miley. I would take Miley in there, but I wouldn't put Katy in there. I'm not putting. I'm taking uh, Miley, and I am not taking because Miley's Katie. pretty. She's she can belt. She can hit. Yeah. I mean, even like, and, and not that I, I shouldn't say I hate to say it, but like Ariana Grande, like that girl has some pipes on her. Like she can fucking sing. I'm still taking Miley in that battle. Miley over Ariana. Ar- Ar- Ariana. Ariana. Um, Ariana. What's Ariana. the battle over? Like better. Pipes. pipes. Best pipes? Best pipes. Oh, I'll take in Grande all day day. No. Oh, absolutely. I want to see this fucking pipe match. Oh, <laughs> steel pipe match. Is yeah. that what they used to call it? Yeah, uh, steel cage match. Oh, steel cage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I would definitely take Ariana Grande like, up again. Like singing wise, Ariana can hit like every single fucking note. Okay, we'll set that up. Mike? Mike, get those two in get the studio. Get that two together. Get those two in the Wax Museum stat. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, so that was that was just some questions I had. I'm very curious about. I always think about, you know, how music today will be looked at in the future, and also what of the old music continues to stick around. And it, and music's just so different now, you know, with technology. But... Yeah, well, and, and it's not, and we're not even, and we're not there yet as far as like you know, like when you like compared to like classic rocks, because even like. Like, you know, 80, because 80s is just looked at as, like, 80s music, and depending on who you are, like, you laugh at it or don't. Yeah. And But even, like, like what would like you... Like, 90s music isn't there yet as far as classic rock, I don't think. So, like, even if you just want to go rock category, which is, to me, just, like, a dinosaur that's about to go extinct, you're talking what, like... Jack, Rack and Turge, like, what bands now, Rage, I'll even give you, I guess... Because they're... But they haven't done shit. But they haven't done shit yeah. in forever. They haven't done shit in like mean? 20 years. You know, I, I don't know. It's just going to be interesting to see what bands, like when we're 70, people are going back to our time and picking them up and be like, hey, did you ever listen to this guy named Jack White? I think you'll have like Kings of Leon will be in there. Ugh. You know, like I think King, Kings of Leon will be in there. Black Keys will be in there. Black Keys is a good... That's a you good know, shout though. That's a good one. You can maybe put like Gary Clark in there. You can put... That's, yeah, Neo Blues for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, But that's more like the subcategory. Like, I might put in there. Spoon would probably... I, Spoon actually probably would be a good like weird one maybe. That's an interesting question. It's a, that's, a, that's a good question. So I'm very curious as we get older to see what people, like, you know, the first time you came up the to. The Killers. You know what I mean? The Killers will definitely I be I could see on them totally in that, like, And I don't type, even know right? if they deserve to be Mr. on it. Mr. Brightside is, like, totally, like, Hotel California. Just <laughs> you know think I mean? about the time, the, the first time you went up to your parents and were like, guys, have you ever heard of this band called Fleetwood Mac? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. like yeah. some our kids are gonna come up and say some dumb they're shit like that. that to they're us. gonna be like, Dad, and yeah, they're gonna be like, yo, you heard this song, Mister Brightside? Yeah, they're gonna do some shit. And like you're gonna that. go coming out of my cage, and I've been doing <laughs> yeah. it just you. <laughs> so, oh God, I hate that song. I, I, love, I hate that song. But depending on how many beers you got in your gut, you're belting it. You know what I mean? I in like circumstances you'll be belting it. Scotty Yahoo at the wedding, you know, uh, just just singing it. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Swolf. If that was the killer song that was played right at the end of your wedding, that <laughs> everyone sang, it's, and it wifey absolute... and I were looking around like, what the fuck's going on? You didn't sing it. I didn't know it. Oh, okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I thought you were like being a I know the song though. Right. But no, I don't know the lyrics. But if you knew it, you would have, you probably would have been up in there. I mean, I had the appropriate amount of hydration. Ellie knows it. She wasn't singing it. She's got to know it. I think she was. She said, she knows, she could hear a song once and digitize that into her brain and and regurgitate it at any moment. She will. Like cleanly too. Like not forget a line. And sing it. You know, sing it well. Yeah. Like we'll be like, well, what was the word? She'll know it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So it's just interesting. It's it's a it's a it's a lifelong study, I guess, to say as we get older, uh, just what's going on with music. I what like sticks, the idea of like us just making that playlist now, and then in twenty years, see how we did. Do you want to do add this to the fucking list of 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 playlists? You you twenty forties classic no, rock radio. It's gonna be <laughs> like it's classic, gonna be twenty twenty two. Shut the funk up. Time capsule. Yeah, and you're just gonna put. I need like a, a fifty song playlist of just music right now that will like. And you'll what show the will kids. XM's radio? The station will probably just be like, 
you know, classic music for the mille- millennial classic, you know, classic mm. millennials music, you know, whatever, whatever. It'd be something like that. Classic gen. Well, they're just going to aggregate like the next like 50 years and just the early OOs. Yeah. That's going to be us. Yeah. So yeah. I need you to make a time capsule playlist. And see how we do. Yes. See, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, well see yeah. We're we going to check on. back on this. Uh, we're going to do this August 2nd, 2042. Yes. Okay. Yes. So make the playlist and set a reminder. That's easy enough. I'll, I'll, I mean, Mike, write no. that down. Or you, I don't you think he'll forget. I mean, I don't even know if he's going to make it through the year. Okay. You know what I mean? Put it somewhere. <laughs> Put a post it somewhere, dude. Yeah. So um, that'll be interesting. Like I said, uh, are you ready to get into this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into the peacock. Let's do it. I've got a weird one. I got one that you know it's it, it's left field. Just put it in the don't the, know column. The sound, even even I was like, you know, is this? Do I do? Do I do this to him? Do this to me, like unleash this burden of music on me that you should have told me about much sooner. No, or like, no. or like this doesn't. You're not sure. Is this a borderline peacock? It's what do you it's a borderline peacock, I think, but I also am almost positive you will either not like it at all or or will completely lie to me next week if saying even if you like any of it. Okay, so I hate it or I definitely hate it. <laughs> okay. Like, all right. Do you like how I'm like going in this? I like, love this. You have just like already thoughts about it. Well, when you when you set it up like that, that I'm I'm wondering. I'm giving you now an out to like not like it, which I don't like. I don't I don't think that it's out at all. Okay, cool. The Peacock in music this week is a band called Television. 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 Nineteen seventy three okay. to present. Oh. They are an art rock and post punk band. Post punk. Art rock and post punk. When did punk end? Uh, like 92 see that's where you know post-punk punk started is that in, just they're punks but they got old no it's no it's like you had punk music that was like like two and a half minutes of just like post-punk was the the type of punk music that was after that sound okay you know you still had that sound into the 80s like people were still playing punk but post-punk was like it's still got punkiness to it, but it's not like two minutes of. I love whenever they just like it. It almost sounds like you just made that that subgenre of music up like on <laughs> on the fly, and you could have said anything right there, and I would have been like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I probably you know? could have. I could have been like, "Yeah, it was after uh, that was all done." <laughs> like progressive experimental, right? <laughs> yeah, progressive punk. Yeah. Um, the band consists of of uh, uh, Tom Verlaine, who's on vocals. Billy uh, Billy Fika or Fika F I C C A. I said Fika. I was Fika. thinking Fika. Okay, yeah, that's probably Fika. Right. 
Billy Ficka on drums, Richard Hell on bass, and Richard Lloyd on guitar. A couple of dicks. Got a couple of dicks in there. And man, do they kind of turn out to be a couple of dicks? Do they? Yeah. Um, so the band uh, pretty much starts with Tom. Uh, Tom and Richard Hell, uh, they became friends in high school, in a, at a high school up in Delaware. And from what I read, they ran away. Dope. They ran away in high okay. school to New York. Check mark on the like side. Yeah, in nineteen seven in nineteen seventy two. To New York too. The yeah, they run away to New York to become poets. Okay. <laughs> I'm putting my yes <laughs> and I'm putting it back in the middle. Yeah. So th- there's How a romantic. little roots, little groundwork there for you. But uh, it isn't until the boys meet uh, Billy Ficka. We said Ficka. We're gonna go with. We're going with Ficka. We, uh, it wasn't until the boys met uh, drummer Billy Ficka. Ficka. Fick. Yeah. I, I, let's go Ficka. I think it sounds. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. In when they met, when they met, uh, Ficka, and then uh, also Richard Hell. That's when they uh, formed Television in March of 1973, and they uh immediately picked up a manager, and the manager happened to uh, be pretty had a pretty good relationships, a pretty good relationship with the owner of the CBGB. Ooh. In New York. Okay. Now, pause. Can I put you on the spot? Oh, boy. What does CBGB stand for? I'm not doing this to make you look an asshole. I'm doing it to C-B-G-B. educate them. CBGB. You know, you, know, you know the famous club. But you, you obviously know the CBGB in New York, right? Yes. Okay. It's like the famous, you know, everyone played there was like New York punk scene, rock scene. No idea. CBGB stands for, this is a good trivia question when you're out. This is the freebie for you guys. CBGB stands for country, blue, bluegrass, and blues. Even though none of those genres ever played there or. Yeah, what the fuck? CBGB made like Very misleading, was... and I'm upset kind of with that. <laughs> well, that's, that's the way to like always kind of remember. That's the way I always remembered it was. CBGB stands for three genres of music that literally never ever played there and is not even remotely associated with that venue. Okay. Like they were like punk in New York rock scene for like ever. Yeah. Uh and uh so they got a regular gig. The they the the the, the their manager uh, got them a regular gig at the CBGB. Uh and that kind of really like took off because anyone that really knows the CBGB, the CBGB was like the only place in town that you could go see like New York punk music. And like, and it was, it was kind of like uh, the Troubadour, like, you know, the Fillmore West out in like Cali. Yeah. It's like, if you got in there and you got to play there, that was your chance to like, cause everyone like there, if they give you the thumbs up, then you were a good band. If you didn't like, you kind of, you were done. Yeah. That's like definitely the litmus test. So yeah, exactly the litmus test. And so they uh, garnered a nice little cult following because they were doing the thing in the CBGB. And um, initially, the songwriting was split between Tom and Richard Hell, who remember those were the two buddies from Delaware. They were the, yeah. they were the first, the runaway poets. Yeah, the runaway poets. But Tom was a better. Uh, writer like he he could compose he could arrange it around the instruments whereas Richard kind of was a little bit more frantic in his writing and it wasn't he wasn't as uh, polished mm. you know especially like you know trying you to like tell that, other people like, in the band uh, like did what, that cause friction at like the the, the slam poetry event Friday night <laughs> he absolutely did yeah and it 
And so, like, that was apparent throughout the band that Richard kind of, you know, wasn't he, he, he wasn't a strong songwriter. Tom was way better. So they kind of wanted to let Tom, you know, kind of take over on songwriting and stuff. And then also Richard uh, had, uh, he, he was like crazy on stage apparently, and and I and what I think I think a lot of it had to do was because he had probably insecurities about his songwriting, and he wasn't being allowed to share the spotlight, if you will, with Tom. Mm. So like apparently he would be like on stage like jumping around, crazy like balls to the wall, like going nuts on the stage. And when you listen to the band, like they're not they're not like that. And so Tom and like the other bands were like, yo, you got to stop like jumping around going crazy on stage. Like you're the only one doing that. And it's, it's still chill out. Mm. And he was, the mind games have begun. Yeah. Well, and, uh, well, so like with that, with the on stage like persona thing happening and then the, uh, like the songwriting riff, uh, Richard Hell leaves. He's like, fuck this. I'm fucking out. And it's uh it's good it's mutual it's good for both sides. Um, Richard Hell actually goes on to hook up with uh the uh the vocalist from the New York Dolls and the drummer from the New York Dolls. They were another like really big band from the CBGB. Um, and so they hook up and they uh what is it they called oh yeah uh, Johnny uh, Johnny Thunders from the New York Dolls. And they uh, they formed the Heartbreakers, which the Heartbreakers had pretty good success. So Richard okay. Hell was good. He also did like this other like really cool band uh, called Richard Hell and the Voidoids. Really cool. If that's that's a band. If you ever see Richard Hell and the Voidoids at at your vinyl record shop, Ooh, that's an Amiga. Grab it. Grab it. Okay. It's really. They was a re- they were a really good band. They didn't do a lot, but like it was. A moment in time, and they only they had like really had that shit going. Ian Drury kind of did it, but like Richard Hell and the Void Doids were like shit. Okay, so Richard Hell, he was good though. You know, it was it was good for both sides. He I was like fine. That. I like when there's a breakup and no yeah. one really wins because they both do well. Yeah, uh, that doesn't really happen for the other dick. No. Yeah, kind of not so, but so only um, one, one dick left. They actually replace Richard uh, Richard Hell though because he was the bassist. They actually replace him. With the basis uh, for Blondie, the band Blondie. Oh, okay. yeah. So you, you know, so they the very early Peacock. Yeah, yeah, early yeah, yeah. deep cut Peacock. So Go te- listen to that episode. Yeah. So television, no pun intended. Uh, after that, after all of that goes down, they put out their first album, Marquee Moon, and it does really well. It actually doesn't initially sell a lot, but the critics and everybody in the know and the writers are all like giving it big time big time reviews so this is like the it there's always a couple every year where like you'll somehow be reading an article and it's like the most you know heralded album of the year and you're like who the fuck are these people you know for the yes, first one yes and then you listen and you're like oh wow yeah um so they have really good success with that with marquee moon and they follow it up um with adventure that actually does a little bit better initially with their sales uh, but isn't as strong as Marquee Moon. It was like one of those weird ones where, like, I think people like the old ma- sophomore slump. Yeah, they were making up. No, they did pretty good. They did better in sales initially when like the second album came out compared to the first one. Yeah, but it, the album wasn't as strong. I yeah. think I think the fans were helping them make do a little makeup makeup mm. call there. Okay, um, but then the whole band kind of gets 
like pulled to like in all directions like everyone kind of has like a, an artistic direction that they kind of want the band to go uh go go to because when you listen to television i think that's the well, the biggest thing that's going to really pop out to you is like the weirdness and the artsiness and like the because it's not like your traditional like rock and stuff like their lyrics and stuff are very like Am I gonna, are they gonna be is this gonna be where i'm gonna be like get over yourself very early on maybe you probably will say that yeah Ooh. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to try. I shouldn't say that because I don't want to push you in any direction. Put me in a corner that I'm already in. Yeah, that's my fault. I'm sorry. But so they kind of have like you know, you know, the artistic direction of the band. Everyone kind of wants to go to, especially the other guy, Richard, uh, Richard Lloyd, who uh, you know he really wants to have a little bit more of a say, and a lot of it has to do because he's got like a serious drug problem. He's got like mm. heroin issues at the Yahoo. And that's punk rock, though, baby. It is, especially then, like I, that, that New York, like that late, that like middle to late seventies New York rock. Everybody, like that was like Lou Reed, like everybody was on heroin. Mm. Like it was, it's insane. Um, so the band uh, breaks up in nineteen seventy eight eventually because of uh, you know the drug abuse with Richard Lloyd and like everybody's like kind of pull each other. And if you think about it too. They kind of broke up at the perfect time because the 80s hit two years later and yeah. they would have never probably survived that. Mm. So the 80s, I think, did that. Like, I don't know. Is it disco or like what was disco it was that like the 80s happened? And like, I feel like a lot of like music took kind of a left turn. Yeah. Well, you had disco was like 70s and late 70s, you know, and then the 80s hit. And then you had like this synthy pop bubblegum sound. Yes. And that's was that's when even like the disco people were like, yo, what's this Madonna? What? What like, am I on a bubblegum pop uh, playlist either? Oh, I, I've made I've done one of those before. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. The 80s hit and like everyone was like, so they actually got out pretty at, at the right time. Okay. I think even Prince's like first album was like what seventy seven, seventy eight. Uh, yes, right around there. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. yeah. Um. So but that yeah. was also a different sounding Prince. It it was, but it was like eighties Prince to me is definitely different from. But he still was drum machining it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because that. Yeah. So they got out at a good time and um they reformed. You know, uh, like in the early like like 2000 and like one or whatever but it was like nothing they reformed and like did a couple gigs but they 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 even like cut down with the album never even got released so like i don't even i really call it reform but they are technically still together so that's why i say it uh so it's like uh they were around but they're still together but they haven't done they've never formally in, yeah, said in 30 years. We're, we're retired yeah. i guess is what okay. you could say but uh, the only last thing I just want to leave you with is they are widely regarded as uh, the seminal. They are they are widely regarded and are seminal in the development of punk and alt music, alternative music. Like you know the uh, the the punk movement after them, the post punk movement, and then like even you know going going into like nineties all alt music, all, all alternative music. Like they were they're hmm. they're regarded as like the pioneers of that sound. They were the first to like take punk and like do this with it well i'm excited yeah um so that sounds like an enigma so okay turn on the tube tonight yeah 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 let's check out television um give me some quick hits before we get out of here yeah i got a couple quick hits for you um i gotta ask you this i'm curious what is 
And and I also need uh I need the fans to weigh in on this 305-741-3671. I like watch these sh- like it's I feel like a sitcom and like an older movies thing, but I don't know if this is a Florida thing or not, but what's up with people going to bed in full outfits? What like a guy like the the sitcom dad will go to sleep in pants and like a night shirt with socks on sometimes. Oh, like, is that a pe- Florida thing? Wait, you, do you, people sleep like that? No, because we live oh, down in Florida. Oh, okay. Oh, we okay, sleep in as that. little clothing as possible. I'm assuming. I think that's an up north thing because, like, I know my family from up north does that. Is it? Oh yeah, like they all have. Like even like even like yo like like our buddy Scott and his wife like she has like pajamas for every day of the week. Scott, send me a picture of what that that bed fit looks like. Like I think that's an up north thing. Like I know my cousins like whenever we go to like the cottage and stuff like every at night like if I walk in on them like brushing their teeth they've got a they've got a fit on whereas I'm in my boxers. Okay, see, that's what I'm curious about because <laughs> it I could be cold out, but I'll still be like in my boxers. I think I noticed it on Modern Family. Mm-hmm. I think it was Jay. Jay went to sleep and had like a full outfit on, and I was like, "Is this an old man thing? Is this a northern thing? I don't think we do this down here." I think it's a Is northern it, thing. Was it something you just did back in the '50s and no one does anymore? That could be the old man. That could be why Jay does it. Pro- right? I mean, my no one in my family does it. So I need our Northerners to reach out because I would contend that our Are there us, Northerners- us Flor- Floridians, you're either boxer we, yeah. briefs or you're just the the one outfit the Lord gave you. Is there anybody out there that is not from Florida or at least no? Let's just stick with Florida. If there's anyone out there that's not from Florida that goes to bed in their briefs. Yeah, because that would be the other that's way to look at know. it, right? I want to know. Like, are you from, like, where, and, and where are you from? Like, are you out in Arizona? Are you in, like, where are you at? Are you in North Carolina? And, you, and, you're, yeah. and you're good with just Joe Boxer. See, that's, <laughs> that's what I would assume everyone does. And I think I'm wrong. And I think I'm loud wrong because I never, but I never considered. I never it. thought about that. But now the only reason why, because I'm just thinking of my cousins now, and and I immediately the thought, Mitskis. and I immediately thought of our, our of our buddy Scott, who whenever I go up there and visit, even when like, even when Ashley visits, oh shoot, I just whatever, Ashley, no, that's so cool. Uh, even when Scott's uh, when Scott and Ashley come down here and visit. Ashley brings a gang of pajamas down here. It's just like ingrained. But that's also like a girl thing. I'm is like, it? I don't know. I'm assuming, but girls are definitely more pajamas. What does your friendly. wife sleep in? Um, does she have a thing, or does she just like put on some shorts or shirt? shorts and like, a, shirt. like a long shirt or something? Not but even they're not a long like, shirt. but they're not like, they're not like matching. You're talking about like, like designated sleeping things. Yes, but she's like just wearing a long tee. sleeve, if not both, at least pants. Like, that's just bizarre to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to know. I want to know, too. I want to know, too, about that. Okay. Um, now, I need you to picture this. This is a workplace-related question. Mm-hmm. So you have um, a stall, or you have a bathroom, and uh-huh. there's a stall in the bathroom, a urinal outside the stall, of course, and then the sink. Okay. Now, do you, if you're using the stall... Would you lock or leave open the, f- the 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 door? Why would I leave it? Wait, am I am I one or two? 
You're two, not the stall door. Oh. There's a door into the bathroom. You go inside the bathroom. There's a urinal and a sink. Uh-huh. And then a, and then a stall uh-huh. for another, you know, another bathroom. Yeah. But it's a stall. If you were using the stall, would you lock the front door? Fuck no. I have, there is, it's, it's something I've what noticed. What kind of asshole? Right? You know, this isn't, this is a, this isn't, this is a communal bathroom. Yes. This isn't, this isn't just for you, dude. Yes. That's how I feel. And how, how, how badly will you feel like if you're the asshole that does that and the guy's got to piss really fucking bad or he's got shit really bad and he's like, you can't get in. And then you finally, when you do come out of your little throne session, the guy's got fucking piss running down his leg. Because you like are insecure about someone seeing your tiny wiener. Now here's the other kicker. There's a bathroom right next across from it, a whole nother door, but that's just a, 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 you know, a toilet that you can lock. So there is that option also. But There's lock- another option. Yes, but it's no. Just- if if there no, I'm just no. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride. If there is more than one place to do your business, you're not allowed to lock, lock the front door. You can't hold a monopoly on the entire bathroom. Yes, thank you. Yes. Okay, that did I somebody thought- do that at your work? Yes. Did you know? Do you Routinely. Know who, do you know who it is? I cannot confirm no. or deny. Okay. Has anyone said anything? Do we want to say no. anything? No, no, but just know that I know. Cool. You know, hey, not hey, that's back, it. back, back, back pocket that bad boy. That's it. Put that little back it's pocket not for anything, but I know. But it's just you know. Okay, so I got this question now. So uh, as you know, I live right next to my brother and sister in law. Okay, so we have the swale that is out front between the yards that we share. Right. Yes. Now I own about twenty five or about twenty five percent of that, which is technically none of our property, anyways. That's my responsibility. Uh-huh. The other three quarters is his. Uh-huh. Now, when he mows the lawn, he 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 takes care of me. Mm-hmm. When I mow the lawn, am I supposed to take care of him? Nope. Nope. No, brother-in-law, no brother-in-law. Doesn't because, matter. Because I have the smaller, much smaller amount of... That's why. Of it, right? Yes. It's just the if market it was da- If it was a down-the-middle situation, and he always came over and hit you up... It's, if it's 50-50, of course. Absolutely. Right? But it's nothing, to, it's nothing for him. Yeah. It's nothing for him. It might not even be 25%. Yeah. Like, he's not, he's not really doing you a favor. Okay. So no, you're good. Well, I was, mowing, and I was mowing the lawn the other day, and... Now, um, go, if you go over there, you might as well just do the whole front yard. Well, that's the other part too. Is like Might if well I do going. his and the swale looks nice and clean, and the rest of the it yard looks, looks yeah, like dog it, shit, it messes then up it his, looks it messes, even weird. It messes up his look. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Okay, so that was only because of the percentage. I was mowing the, the yard the other day, and I didn't know what to do. I did not. I did yeah, not do okay. it. But I was like, should I have? And I, I didn't ask him. I, I don't think it's rude either. Okay. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Because even like you, like like you said, it would it would look weird. Now I, I did if you um did it. I did not throw the dog shit in his garbage can either. Why? Even though it was You said okay day. to that. I know, but I was well, thinking I about that. I didn't I'm I'm on the ropes right now with this with this <laughs> podcast. And I can't afford any more missteps. <laughs> he needs to get he needs to get back good with the people. Now I didn't there was no documentation, but I just want you to know I'm patting myself on the back. Because I I resisted I'm, the urge to throw the dog shit in his garbage can, although it was out that day for the garbage. Okay. AKA this morning. Cool. I know that's cool. And I think the universe is going to recognize that. Will they? Yes. I uh, think the I, I universe, need, universe is going to recognize Can it translate to generals? 
the universe universe he's mike he she they them said can anyone hear me is there anyone out there is there anyone out there please (laughs) all right we'll see you guys next week hey would you call me (laughs) 